Transition Radio from San Diego, exploring the world of change with you. Are you ready to take your life to a new level? Join transition coaches and best-selling authors Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster as they explore strategies to navigate changes in health, relationships, money, career, and so much more. Get the information and tools to make your life smoother, easier, and more productive. And now, your hosts, Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster. Well, welcome to Transition Radio with Kim D. Foster and my co-host Paula Shaw. Hello. Hey, hey. Today we are talking about the hot subjects. We're talking about health and vitality, and we're also talking about love and sex and some of those things that put the spice in our life, Paula. Yes, we are with our guest, Megan Fanyo, talking about health a little later. And right now we have Imuna Malinovitz an expert on conscious relationships, sex, and masculine and feminine energy. I can't wait to ask (laughs) some questions here just in time for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Imuna brings a new wisdom to relationships. She's passionate about radically changing the way we do relating today. And she's an expert on how to have more passion, authenticity, better sex and feel deeply loved and desired by your partner. I'd Who doesn't that. want that? Right? Who doesn't want that? Yes, exactly. I want to I'm, bring it to everyone. Amuna, how did you get into this business of uh, of love and sex and, and, uh, and right. the like? It's what definitely, it's <laughs> definitely what not in, right? what I grew up thinking I was going to be doing at all, <laughs> which mostly when we find our purpose, it's never that thing, but it's you can see how life takes you on a journey. And so for me, I just came to this life always knowing love and relationships was very important to me. And I felt very disappointed by the level of relationships I was experiencing in my life and that I was seeing with the people around me. And I had this inner knowing that there had to be more. And it led me on a quest to study, to travel, to go around the world, to meet amazing people, to find love. And it wasn't an, an, it wasn't an easy journey at all, <laughs> but there was something in me that knew that this was important and that there was more and I had something to bring to the world to break through and show us that we really could have the kind of love that we dream about. Because it is heartbreaking to see people fall in love and then watch it die and watch Mm -hmm. it. And then they become bitter around love and they feel like love isn't real. And so I'm on a mission to help people know they really can if they have the right tools, which is what I had to discover in my life. And, you know, I have to say, I work with women all the time. I am a woman. The thing I hear over and over again is guys are either afraid to commit or they're all in and then all of a sudden they're all out. What's that about? Yes. Well, there's a lot of emotional fear that we have around love. Everyone's afraid about getting hurt. So it's so funny to me because we spend our life being afraid about getting hurt and we close ourselves off from the most incredible gift. I believe the universe has for us, which is love. And so, you know, the funny thing, though, that I've seen in my work that has really surprised me, there are a lot of men that come to me that want this sacred love. So I want to bust that myth right now for everyone listening. Men and women want this kind of deep connection. They want this kind of soulful love. We just don't know how to find it. And we haven't been in a culture that really supports it, Mm -hmm. that really makes it special. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day, but 
love is something that should be honored all throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Truly, it's a great gift. You know, a lot of times I think when people are looking for love, I know I made this mistake early on. I was really looking at the physical. I was really looking at what uh, what the woman looked like, how she dressed, uh, what kind of car she drove, you know, what kind of education she had. That's really all I was looking at. Right. That's what we're all taught to look at, right? This paper, this form. And we think you just do this. You're going to get married. You're going to have kids. That's the life formula. Everything's going to be great. And then it isn't. Right. All of a sudden, your partner that you were so attracted to is irritating you or causing you all of this stress. And then every day you wake up miserable and then you raise kids in that environment. I mean, this is the reality of our world. Mm -hmm. And it breaks my heart because it can be so much better. Right. But again, we have to be willing to learn some new tools, be willing to face our fears of intimacy, be willing to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and real with the people in our lives. And that not only is going to make us have healthy relationships, It's going to change our world. So when you wake up one morning and your partner is irritating you and you're not happy and all that, does that mean you chose the wrong person or is there just some work that hasn't been done that needs to be done? Well, you know, it could be one of those two things, Mm. but we need to be willing to look at those things and first thing say, I'm not feeling happy right now. Most of the time what happens and what I see with the clients I work with is, We have stacked up things that we haven't spoken, stacked up resentments that we haven't shared. And we walk around with our partner and inside our head, we have these resentments and we wonder why there's this invisible wall that keeps getting bigger and bigger. And so until we address that and come together and back in connection, the energy can flow again. You know, I can just speak as a guy. I I know for me when, you know, sometimes there's a resentment created and I don't even realize that the resentment's there. But I can tell by the energy of my wife, like, you know, she's like disconnected. She's like, you know, frowning. And, you know, the first thing I want to do is always fix it. And Mm. that's usually the last thing she wants to hear. Absolutely. So (laughs) one of the tools that I teach the couples I work with is how to communicate, how to hold a sacred, safe container. Right. And so she wants to be listened to. She wants to feel that you actually hear her. You understand her. And all you need to do is say, thank you. I got it. Right. And you will see she will just like drop that place where she was holding the energy and she will soften because all every human wants is to be understood and heard, especially by our intimate partner. You know, there's a challenge with that for me a lot of times. I think with a lot of men, you know, we we get focused, right? So now all of a sudden my wife needs to be heard and I'm focused on something else. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Very What's that good. shift? And this is a very important thing for men because women interrupt men a lot and men are single focused <laughs> and men don't mean to be ignoring you or not. They really want to connect. But as women, we have to understand how they're built. And so we need to say, I would really like to communicate something important to you. Is now a good time? And he can say, Yes, it is. And then he will point his attention to you and be focused on you. Or he might say, it's not because he's in the middle of something truly. And then let's talk at this time. And what I do is I teach these couples dyads. They're communication tools that you can use. So a dyad is a sacred space that you set up for 10 minutes or 20 minutes. And you might say, tell me what's on your heart right now. And your partner will tell you, blah, 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 this is going on. I feel vulnerable. I feel this. I feel that. And you'll say, thank you. And then she may say, tell me what's on your heart right now. And you just go back and forth. You don't fix any problems. You just create a safe space Mm. to listen and understand and hear. 
And in that, there's vulnerability, there's connection because there's no distractions. So you're really connected with your partner, which in our day and age, mm -hmm. we might be with our partner 24-7, but are we really with them? How often do we have time to really connect and have a real conversation? You know, one of the areas where I experience problems a lot in my own practice in working with couples, John Gray said, women come to sex through love, men come to love through sex. And what is the first thing we do when we get ticked off at our guy? Right. We take the sex away. This and is then a we take away that door for them to connect back in. Right? What do you do yeah. in those circumstances? This, it's this is a big problem because you know, we need to understand that sex is not a bad word. <laughs> sex is an energy, it's a force of life, it's a beautiful expression. And you're right. Men need sex and intimacy in a way to connect in a physical way. They feel loved. They feel their partner loves them, appreciates them. Whereas women need emotional connection. They want to be heard. So we need to understand that it goes both ways. And sometimes when there is a block, yeah, it's unfortunate because women will punish their man by not having sex with them, but that's not going to ever bring the connection back. You know, there has to be communication. And that's why it's good to work with somebody that can help facilitate that. Mm -hmm. So you can open that up because no one should also have sex when they don't feel like it. I'm not promoting that, but I am promoting it's time to talk about it. It's time to share about it. And for men to be able to say, I have this need and for us to not make them wrong for it, mm -hmm. you know, because that's what women do sometimes too. Like he's so selfish. All he wants is sex. No, he wants to connect with you. He wants to feel you. This is how he does it. This is how he feels the love. And it's different for us. So that's why we have to understand men and women are just different. You know, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just speak for men here too. I, I think early on when I was younger, you're right. The only way I could connect with them was sex. But, you know, a lot of men can connect through acknowledgement. So a woman acknowledge, you know, even when you're 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 at at odds, right? Maybe you don't feel like having sex as a woman, but you can acknowledge. You can acknowledge that man. You can give him a, um, uh, a you know, acknowledge what his strengths are, what he's done for you. That switches the energy almost instantly. It's huge. Men need respect. Mm -hmm. They need honor. You know, we are. They thrive on that. And what's happened in our society? Unfortunately, women we've become nitpicky around men and frustrated and aggravated and we hold our feelings in and we also withhold our respect and our appreciations. Mm -hmm. That goes a long way. If you just say to your man, honey, I appreciate how much, how hard you work. I appreciate how you're trying in this relationship. I appreciate you. All of a sudden the armor goes down, mm -hmm. right? This is all about taking the walls off so we can have connection. So we have to learn how to do that and not be adversarial with each other. Like, well, you're wrong and I'm going to close off and this, this, and that. Stop it, right? It's like enough. And if you want this relationship to work, we got to figure out how to make it work and appreciate each other. And I can hear the women on the line saying, I want to be appreciated too. I want him to appreciate all the stuff that I do. And you're right. And women, women need to be cherished. Women need to be adored. Women, we need to hear compliments like, baby, you're beautiful. I love the way you kept the house so beautiful today. God, you look amazing. These are the things that fill us, right? And so we've got to fill our tank rather than just think this is going to happen by itself. So we've got to make it a priority. I think we have to remember in the words of the old song, there ain't no good guys, there ain't no bad guys. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. Mm, Let's talk it. some more in our next segment about all of this and 
give us some keys as to make how to make hot love last. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. And welcome back to Transition Radio. Paula Shaw here with my co-host, Ken D. Foster. And we're talking to Imuna Malinovitz, who is the goddess of love. <laughs> she is teaching us all kinds of amazing information about how to make relationships work better, how to open up the communication, and and really be able to connect with your partner on deep levels. I'm just loving what you're sharing, Amuna. And I know you mentioned that there are three keys to hot love that lasts. Tell us about that. Yes, there are three keys. And I made an amazing gift for your listeners so they can have this and not only have it for themselves, because some of you may be going, God, I wish my partner was listening to this right now. And yes, you can have them listen to it. That's a good idea. But also you can go to my website at sacredlovethatlasts.com forward slash freebie. And I made this gift for you, the three keys to hot sacred love that lasts. So you can just watch it with your partner and learn these things and have a foundation to start this conversation, right? Because I get it can be very scary and vulnerable to be the first person to say, hey, I want to connect with you. You know, we walk around with our like cool exterior. I'm so cool. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to say I want more connection because you, I might get hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps us from not having the love we long for. So mm-hmm. this is a tool I've created that you can go to my website, sign up, and just say, honey, I'd love to sit down with you and watch this. And then talk about it. And That's go beautiful. There. That's Give beautiful. Give that website one more time. Sure. It's sacredlovethatlasts.com and forward slash freebie for the free gift. And you'll also be added to my list. That way you can know about all the things I have coming up to support you. In That's great. All right. Key number one. What's the key to sacred love? First off, you got to be willing to say, I want sacred love. It's going to be a priority. I and choose maybe it. Even just be clear about you it. I be bet clear. you not a lot of people even realize no. there are different kinds of love. Yes, there's conventional love that meets our needs, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll be with you, we're a partner, you'll do this, you'll do that. Mm-hmm. This is not sacred love. Sacred love is about coming together in your hearts, being willing to be vulnerable, being willing to grow together, being willing to have a deeper connection to spirit together and share that. So it's not for everyone, and I totally understand that. But I know there are some people listening who've had this kind of yearning in their heart for more and just have been disappointed like I was in my life and didn't know where to go to get it. Mm. So it's for those people. So be clear. And my message is you can have it. Just 
Don't give up on yourself. So before we get to key two, I want to ask you this. So, um, you know, if you're in a relationship now, do you need to leave the relationship to get sacred love or is this something you can get in the relationship? You can get it in the relationships. I've worked with couples that have been together 20 years and within one weekend, their whole world opens up and they reconnect. Because again, it's about a choice and it's about being willing to do the work. So you do have to be willing to show up. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to be honest. Mm -hmm. But I support you through that to make it easy because I think part of our fear in relationships is we don't know what to do because no one taught us. Exactly. You know, when I traveled around the world learning this, it was hard to get all this information. No one taught me this. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, to me, it's like, this should be what everyone's learning. This is the most important fact of life. If I'm not happy in my relationships, the world sucks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But yet it's something that we put on the back burner and we don't acknowledge. I even tell my clients, you should be proud to say that you're working with a relationship coach and expert. Shouldn't be something that you sh- are ashamed of. Good for you. Right? Yeah, because absolutely. you should be like, I'm here to have amazing love. I'm working on myself to have it. And you would be so lucky to get to be in a relationship with me. You know, Imuna, I think one of the issues that a lot of people have is, it's, it's just like sometimes when I'm working with grieving people. People think because grief is a normal, natural part of life, they should know how to do it and how to take themselves yes. through it. Same thing with relationships, right? We don't have relationship 101 in high school, and we should. Yes. You know, the kinds of things we're talking about here, thank God we have writers now like John Gray and... um, Gay Hendrick. And, uh, oh, who's the gal? I love her work. Uh, Alison Armstrong. Yes, love her. Who are teaching us the, the ways that men and women are different so that we can understand each other better and not expect our men to act like our girlfriends. Yes. And, you know, men to not to have unrealistic expectations of women and to be able to appreciate these feelings, sensitive, lovely, and, luscious beings thank, that we are. And thank God we have Amuna right here to tell us about this right now. So what's key number two in this? Key number two is making time to have mm. this sacred time with your partner uninterrupted time. And I don't mean, it doesn't have to be long. 20 minutes at a time goes a long way when you get truly nourished, right? It really feeds you. And so you make dates, you put it in the calendar, you say, babe, we're not going to just wing our relationship anymore. We're going to set up times. And, you know, I'm even creating a program for couples right now that they can do in their home, online, put the video in, right? And just sit and do the practice because I know that no one taught us this and no one, I don't want anyone to feel wrong or bad that they don't know this because this also breaks my heart. We, we, we take in so much every failed relationship that something's wrong with me. Why couldn't I get love right? And it's what Paula said. We haven't been taught this very, very important thing. And it's time to get our priorities back on track, you know? And so it's, when we started, it was like, how did I get into this as my purpose? Now I see, oh my God, it's like the most important purpose in the world. Mm -hmm. If we all came back and we can love and connect in this way with simple tools, the tools I teach are ridiculously simple. Some Mm -hmm. people may say, what? That's it? Yes. But what's hard is you sitting down and doing it with your partner, you being vulnerable and showing up, you saying, babe, I want more. I want to connect deeper with you. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's the scary stuff. It's Mm -hmm. funny. I say that scared and sacred are the same. You just switch the letters. Sometimes it's in my true. marketing, I'm like scared, 
love, I'm like, oh no. But I'm like, wow, <laughs> that is so profound because it is. that's the biggest obstacle we have to have sacred love is our fear, mm-hmm. our fear of being seen, our fear of being real. And yet at the same time, it's also our deepest longing to oh, be met yes. in that real place. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and when we're scared, then we tend to run if it doesn't go well. You know, like one of the things I was thinking is probably also a, a challenge for couples is not just sitting down doing the work, but be being consistent about it. Yeah, Not just doing it once and expecting everything to change. That's right. right? And that's why when I work with people, I, I love to work with couples for a weekend and then mm-hmm. have them have a carry on period for six months where I coach them. So it becomes a routine. Yeah. It becomes a way of their life. I have some couples that have worked with me at the beginning of their relationship, which is one of the best times. It's good mm-hmm. all the time. But at the beginning, and they worked with me for six months, learning all these tools, building this foundation. And then I even married them in a sacred way. And now every year they go back and they revisit this on their anniversary and they read the vows that they made. And they're committed Mm. to sacred love. And they started it like that. And that's what's possible for all of us. But again, we haven't been taught this way. So we have to, again, forgive ourselves. You know how I was taught? I was taught that, you know, the Disneyland philosophy, right? Of the prince and the princess. Now, most most women would say, oh, we fell into the fairy tale thing. Mm-hmm. But men do that too. Yeah. You know, go to school, get married, have children, get a job. You know, that is so phony, right? Because what happens, I mean, those things happen. But yeah. in the middle of that is really what you're talking about. There's a lot of there's a lot of ups and downs that go in relationship. How do you stay connected with all those ups and downs, right? Yeah, and we ha- and that's the thing. No one taught us how to do that, right? And so we all of a sudden feel tension. We feel upset, and we think, "Oh my God, this is the wrong partner for me." Oh my God, I didn't do this right. Oh my God. And then the other thing is we have a lot of shame around it, so we hold it right. in and we put on the facade when we're out on the streets with our friends. Everything's great. Everything's great. <laughs> But behind closed doors, you're laying in bed next to this person suffering and wondering what happened. Why don't I have the fairy tale? Do you know any relationship that there's not ups and downs? Is, no. is it, does that even exist in this planet? There's going to be, there's ups and downs in life, right? And we have to get yeah, used absolutely. to and know how to connect and how to share and how to take space and how to not make it personal and blame the other person. Mm-hmm. That's why I love that you teach people tools. Because you have to have something to help you when you're going through those ups and downs. Yes. And the tools are critical. They really are. And the cu- one of the couples I taught, they call it their toolbox. And they feel like whenever they have an issue, they know they can go to their toolbox mm-hmm. and they have a solution. And because they both are committed to that, that's what they do. That's how they run their relationship. Because mm-hmm. there will be a challenge. You will feel stuck by your partner. You will feel annoyed by them. The key is in that moment to notice it and to say, hey, I notice I feel closed off to you. And you got to first assess, is this something going on with me, mm-hmm. right? So we've got to also be sovereign in our own way and you know, working with our emotions and then come and communicate to our partner rather than attack and blame. Mm. Key, key so, three, did we cover key three? I want to make sure. Key three is um, be open to love, be open to the connection, be open to the mystery. Be open to having adventure and trying new things, mm-hmm. right? We get stagnant doing the same thing. So yeah, we want to be open. We want to invest in our relationship. That's actually the most important thing. That's great. And it's got to be really important, I think, too, for people to understand sex is not just something we do once in a while when we're feeling into it. 
sex needs to be a regular part of a relationship, doesn't it? It really does. And it does. needs to be a priority. It does. And the problem with that is most people aren't having the kind of sex that is nourishing because we've learned our sexual education through porn, through things that do not really open us up in the ways that we are talking about. Mm -hmm. So that's part of what I teach my couples is how to actually connect. And it's not just about sex. It's about sensuality, intimacy, mm -hmm. being there, and how fulfilling that energy can be. And the biggest thing I have to teach people is to slow down, mm -hmm. wow. to I be present, to connect. It. And Imuna, would you give them that website address again and your phone number? Because I'm sure a lot of people are excited about what they've heard. Awesome. Yes. My website is sacredlovethatlast.com. And my phone number is 619-736-1568. And I'd be happy to talk to you about how you could have more sacred love in your life right now. And um, get this get this going for Valentine's Day. Make this Valentine's Day the Valentine's Day that you change and shift your commitment to love and your relationships. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you for being part of this show. And in our next segment, Megan Fenyo is going to be teaching us how to stay healthy enough for all that good love. Thank goodness. <laughs> we'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Is living in today's fast-paced world making you feel stressed and out of balance? Are anxiety, sleeplessness, depression, lack of focus, or weight gain robbing you of your relationship and your energy? If you're ready for change, you need to call Paula Shaw at Rebalancing You. Paula helps you identify and eliminate self-sabotaging thinking and behavior. Using a wide variety of mind-body techniques, she provides her clients with the most effective processes for their specific needs. To book a rebalancing session with Paula, call 858-480-9200. 234. That's 858-480-9234. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. Welcome back. Our show, as you know, is being brought to you by Sherry Blair, your financial consultant. And in this segment, we're going to be talking all about health. Yes, because we've been talking about hot love that lasts, but we got to have the stamina for it, don't we? We got to have some health that lasts too, right? <laughs> That's right. And so with us now, we have Megan Fenyo, who is a health and mindset coach with Mission Strength. 
She is a licensed clinical social worker, a motivational speaker, a life coach, a veteran and owner of Mission Strength. This woman does everything. (laughs) (laughs) Through her coaching and leadership and consulting and speaking engagements, she's helped hundreds of people accurately assess their challenges and identify ways they can change capitalizing on the strengths they already have while they're building new ones. Megan, welcome. I got a million questions for you about that. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we are so thrilled to have you. Megan, how do you go from being a a clinical social worker to a life coach? It Mm -hmm. just, uh, it seems like there's a leap there. Oh, yes. And um, I met you guys at the New Media Summit. Yes. And um, about three days before that, um, I've been a licensed uh, therapist for 15 years, mm-hmm. and I was working at a hospital here in the area. No names. We'll be good on that part. That no-name hospital. <laughs> no-name hospital. Right. Okay, got it. And I had actually um, been with that hospital for almost three years, and three days before I met you guys, um, I was actually fired from my job. I remembered correctly. Yes, for <laughs> posting a live video on Whole Food Nutrition. Oh, oh. my God. Uh, so um, I had always had this plan of wanting to own my life. Um, I own a health food franchise. And so I've really had that ability to kind of see what it means to own my life and my schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I always had this plan to leave corporate America Um, In my own time, I was on a five-year plan, but um, that was not my plan. It it accelerated for you. Yeah, we've all had a few of those. Yeah, and so um, in September, I found myself out of a job, had my health food franchise, but had always felt like I was looking for something more. I've always had this nudge in my heart and in, in my soul that I was bound for greatness outside of the four walls of a hospital. Mm. And I love health. I've been in the health field for over 20 years, bodybuilding, workout five, six days a week. But I'm also a licensed mental health therapist and I love mindset. And so I thought, well, why not just put it all together mm-hmm. and start life coaching? So you know, what I, you know what I love about you because we met it was back, what was it, September? Mm-hmm. Okay. You committed to come on this show right after that, right? Yeah. You know, you're just like walking in the blind, you know, walking in the voice. Oh, yes, I'll be there. And by the time I get there, mm. I'll know exactly what my path is, yeah. right? Yes. That's powerful. And I remember having that conversation with you guys on the phone because I was still a little lost. I had hired a business coach, but I was still a little lost of like what my mes- message was going to be. And let me tell you, the last five months, it has been life changing. And I have learned so much and I'm so excited about the path that I'm on. Tell us a little bit about that journey because a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs or would-be entrepreneurs. So how did you go from a very traditional sort of job to Being an entrepreneur. accessing your dream? So it started about two years ago. Um, I was living in Northern California. I went through a very d- difficult divorce, a divorce mm-hmm. that rocked me to my core. And even as a mental health therapist, um, I was, I couldn't believe where I was at, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't, you know, just my life had fallen apart. Mm-hmm. And so I had to use the skills that I was, that I teach my clients to do. And during that time, I, that's when I really felt that nudging. And so I had visualized moving to San Diego in March of 2017. And I got here in March of 2017. Ooh. And so then when I got down here, again, that nudge was still there. Like there's this whole world out, out there. Like, you've got this gift. And so um, I just really just 
took a leap of faith. And what I have learned is that, man, when you don't have that paycheck coming in, it is difficult. <laughs> let me tell you. Scary time. Um, you know. Yeah, it kind of motivates you too. Seriously, it does motivate you, but it also makes yeah. you take that leap of faith of like, yeah. I had to hire a business coach. I didn't know where the money was going to come, but I truly felt so strong in what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's been worth it, but it's been scary. So commitment has to be there for, and I would say clarity too, right? You had commitment, you had clarity. Yes. And then you found your way through the steps. Yes. And that's where I kind of created my program. I love that because I'm looking at right now, five steps to finally believing you are enough. Amen. We, yeah. Amen. Can we talk about that? Yes, I love it. Um, so when I was going through my divorce, um, I have, I'm a huge affirmation person. Mm -hmm. And so one of my main affirmations is you are enough, which I have tattooed right here. Oh, on me. that's great. And I really yes. learned about what that meant for me during this personal journey and over the definitely over the last year. And so what I've developed is this five-step system mm -hmm. of how you can go from feeling stuck and feeling I have one of the talks that I do is um getting out of your straitjacket into your strength. <laughs> that's so great. like those those times in your life when you literally feel like you are so stuck in this straitjacket by your emotions, by your negative thoughts. And how do you break free of that? Mm -hmm. And how do you get into your strength? And so that's what the five-step system is about. You, you know, I, I want to say this. When I, uh, I've been coaching now about 22 years, but when I was at 10-year mark, right, I thought to myself, what is the difference between what I'm charging at 10 years and the char what I was charging at one year, right? Mm -hmm. The only thing that really changed, the reason that the, the program stayed the same, what I taught stayed the same, everything stayed the same. The only thing that changed was that I believed in myself. And so my fees went up substantially, you know, by over, over 10 years, but I didn't have to wait 10 years. Uh -huh. I could have done it in the first year yep. had I had that feeling, that that piece that you're talking about. And I'm so, I, and I'm laughing at you when you're saying that because this is a conversation I had with my business coach um, because I have a private practice as well. And I, and she was like, it's, you're worth so much more, right? Money-wise. And it was really hard for me to develop the program with the money. And she's like, can you say this without stuttering? And I had to <laughs> practice like, because yes. I am worth that much. Right. We are all worth. Mm -hmm. however much we think we are. And like, that was a huge, huge stepping stone that I went but, through. But as soon life. as you say, oh, okay, I'm going to charge this, then you go, well, nobody's going to pay this, right? The mindset kicks exactly. in. What's, what's that mindset you had to shift? What did you have to do? So, and that's part of one of my steps is really talking about grounding ourselves and, and really what do we say to ourselves? So it's really about what I call cognitive restructuring. So when you identify that negative thought that's in your head, you have to find something to combat it immediately. So whether that be you're going to distract that thought by something that you're doing physically, um, or it's something that you're saying in your head, whether it be an affirmation, whether it be your why. I'm a huge why fan. Like, mm -hmm. what is your why? Why are you doing this? And so that is that is ultimately important when those negative thoughts come into our head. You talk about the sabotaging subconscious beliefs too. And you help people find those and clear those. So tell us a little bit about that. So that's um, really kind of the first step. It's called our deep, my deep dive. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really, you know, have people dive into what is holding them back. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's their thoughts. 
sometimes it's they just are confused as where they want to go, whether it be career wise, whether it be relationship, um, whether it be where they want to travel. I mean, all of these things. And so um, there's a lot of questions. There's about 10 or 11 questions that I take, you know, my clients through Mm -hmm. to kind of help them get a little bit more clarity Mm -hmm. in regards to what they really want. And then what I find is when they get that clarity, that is when the negative thoughts come in. So, you know, Mm -hmm. somebody like yourself, okay, so you're you're, uh, practicing, you know, at a local hospital, you're in there working in the corporate environment, you have this dream to be an entrepreneur. How do you connect to that? You were kind of kicked out. So you were, you know, you got the boot. But a lot of people are sitting out there right now listening to this. They really feel in their hearts they, they want to do something different. How do you get them connected to that passion to the point where they can take the action when they, they feel like they can't move? They're, they're tied to their paycheck. They're tied to this security here. How, how does that happen? That's a great question. And sometimes with my clients, it's doing like volunteer work or, you know, a part-time gig. So when I was working full-time, I had this part-time health food franchise as well as a private practice. So I was already getting that feel of, oh my goodness, I like being able to own my schedule. I was watching my friends being able to own their schedule because they're entrepreneurs. So it can it can change different for everyone. That's really good. Well, you know, before the this segment ends, I want to get uh, her website in. So uh, oh, yeah. can you tell people a little bit about how they can connect with you? Yeah, so you can go to my website. It's www.missionstrengthsd, S as in Sam, D as in dog, dot com. Okay, let's repeat that again. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, www.missionstrengthsd.com. Okay, great. That's yes. wonderful. So, okay, when people are, they're, they're, you got them connected to their passion. What's the next step here? What, what happens next? The next step is, um, you know, visualizing your passion and purpose and setting goals. And I help people to figure out what their goals are and how to do that. So when they're going to do this goal by, the action steps they're going to take. Mm-hmm. And then the third step is the grounding piece, grounding our negative thoughts. And, and really, that is my favorite thing is the mindset and the grounding. That's my favorite step. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> How do you ground negative thoughts? Let me talk oh to you about goodness. that. What is that? That is. You know, we might have to yeah, go we're gonna into have to the, do next that the next segment. segment but yes. You can start. Just okay. give me a couple So ways. definitely grounding is, like I said, physical, mental, or soothing grounding. So is it what we're saying in our head, those positive affirmations? Is it we're going for a mindful walk and we're you know, counting all the cars that are driving by. So we're distracting ourselves from those thoughts. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, listen, we'll, let's let's address that in our next segment okay. and we'll be right back. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. There's a question many of us ask ourselves when we are grieving. When will this pain ever end? life transition coach and grief recovery specialist paula shaw wants you to know there is light at the end of the tunnel in her new best-selling book paula gives you information and practical exercises you can use right away in your recovery process including breathing methods the emotional freedom technique energy psychology work and many other healing tools grief when will this pain ever end available now on amazon.com We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. Well, 
Welcome back to Transition Radio, brought to you by Sherry Blair, your financial consultant. We are having a fabulous show today, and in this segment, we are talking still to Megan Fenyo, a health and mindset coach and an entrepreneur that has a lot of great info to share with all of you out there who are entertaining the idea of developing an entrepreneurial business. So you were just talking about the five steps that you take clients through. Mm -hmm. And the first one was uh, clarity. I'm not, that was mindset, mindset, having the right mindset, then being really clear about what your purpose is and what you want, then grounding. Mm -hmm. Where are we at number four? Number four is creating your strength plan. Mm. And so what that means is once we have all of this great stuff that we want to do and we have this idea and this map and we're like, let's go, we have to create a strength plan, which a strength plan includes things like time management, things like self-care, morning routine, Mm. because we have to have this plan in order to, you know, let all of our goals start to take Mm. place, Right. right? So that is for which and is you know, some, some people's mind uh, uh morning routine is sleeping in so yes. where, where does this fit into sleeping in people <laughs> so some people you know get very nervous when we talk about morning routines right and so um i work with clients individually um to develop the most appropriate morning routine for them mm-hmm. so for me for example i get up every morning at 5 30 i do my you know 15 minutes of personal one-on-one time and, and devotions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, I go to the gym and I work out and I come home and I do my day. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about it, what is the first thing that probably 90% of us do in the morning? First Have thing. a cup of coffee. Or, or even before that. Oh, Mm. stretch <laughs> grab our phones grab yeah. our phones oh okay yeah so some right. of us do that right. even before right. we're out yes, of bed and what right. does that do to your mindset mm. yeah. you start getting anxious oh my goodness look at all the emails i have the text messages yes. this and that do you know what the first thing you should do when you get out of bed is what make your bed oh i love that i do that but mm. i meditate first Good. But I love what you're saying because I have made that mistake a few times mm-hmm. because I set my alarm on my phone. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, there's something on the desktop that's a text message or something. And I've learned not to look at it until I've had my sacred time. Yep. And once I've done that, then I feel more ready to face my day. Mm-hmm. And I love what you're saying because just like when we were kind of joking earlier, Ken and I, that you have to have your health in order to have the hot love. But you also have to have your health in order to have the hot career, don't you? Exactly. And so the physical live, yeah. piece is big. It's huge. And a lot of people don't realize that. But, you know, we're so hustle and bustle and mm-hmm. life is so overwhelmed. We've got to do this and we've got to do that. But who wants to live a life full of stress and anxiety? Yes. And when you really, and this is what I really work with clients in this step, is when you really take time, I have them get a planner, right? Because there's something that says, when you write it out, it leaves your mind immediately. So you're not stressing over it. Mm. And I make them do their day 30 minutes at a time Mm. because then they look at it and they're like, oh my goodness, I have like three hours Mm. in my day that is free to do Mm. whatever you want to do. And so what I call schedule Sundays. So on on Sundays, I meal prep and then schedule my my time for the week, my Mm -hmm. to-do list, my self-care, you know, appointments, 
you know, people that have kids, I have them put their kids things in there and they're like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. it's really not as overwhelming. Mm. Isn't you actually shitty? find time Make doing that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, life, and I always say life doesn't go as we plan. So mm-hmm. obviously sometimes things happen in the day where we can't follow that schedule and that's okay. Um, but at least you know what that day is going to look like. So you're not waking up saying, oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. Like, mm-hmm. How am I going to get it all done? Mm-hmm. And um, that's something I learned very early. You know, age. one of the things I do is I do the worst first, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I try to do. Because once, once that stuff's done, the life, it, it goes so much easier. Mm-hmm. Right? And especially as an entrepreneur, when we're not going to an office every day, this has been the biggest struggle for me is that I don't have that eight to five mm-hmm. where I'm at work. Mm-hmm. So I've really had to schedule my time where um, I'm writing a book right now. I'm super mm-hmm. excited about oh, it. Let's talk about that. What's oh, yeah. that? Mm-hmm. So um, it's based on my five-step system. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't decided on a title yet, but something along the lines of you are enough. Mm-hmm. And it's just a mm-hmm. guideline cool. to you know living your life full of purpose and passion. Mm-hmm. And so when I've started writing this book, I've had to block out time. So like tonight from five to eight, I am writing. I'm putting my phone away. Mm-hmm. I cannot touch it. I have to write, mm-hmm. Good for you know, you. the next day, you know, mm-hmm. client appointments. And and so for entrepreneurs, that is super important is mm-hmm. because we don't have this scheduled. Our day is done. And we're like, what did we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I've, I've written seven books. So oh my, uh, goodness. my seventh one called the, uh, cur- uh, called the, um, the courage to change everything is coming out soon. And, um, you know, I have a tip on that. You know, what I like to do is when you sit down to write, find something that you read that's inspirational to mm-hmm. you, and that opens up your consciousness, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. I have a little tip, too. Okay. <laughs> I just I love finished this. my third book, and I find that my inner child is not crazy about sitting still and sitting at a computer. So I set a little reward for her. If we finish this chapter, then... For my first book, it was pistachio ice cream at Baskin Robbins. Nice. Now I try to find something a little less caloric, but something fun that she likes, mm-hmm. like getting out and, and going and visiting the neighbor's dog or going for a run mm-hmm. or a walk or something because she likes to move. Yes. And I think, you know, we have to honor all parts of us. Absolutely. Okay, number five. There's a one 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 more uh Yeah, piece the in last the step is system. just what I call the maintenance stage. Mm-hmm. So um when when I work with clients, it's like the five stages of change, which is what this is based on. And so the maintenance maintenance stage is when you have this plan and you're going after your goals and things seem to be going well, sometimes you find those mindset blocks creeping back in, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're always going to be there. You know, we're not going to get rid of them, but what we can do is learn how to control them. Mm -hmm. And so this is just more of the maintenance phase so that you're always using your tools, that you're Mm -hmm. reminding yourself that you're using your tools to keep you on going forward. You know, with that, that phase you just talked about, I mean, I know that I'm not my thoughts. I have thoughts. Okay. They're, they're there. They pass through. Like you just said, you know, you're not, you know, you're going to have these thoughts, Mm -hmm. but you know, you're not, you're more than your thoughts, right? You're a soul, your presence, your power, right? Right. So you have to connect to that. Is that right? Is that what you're saying here? Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And so making sure like, what is that thought and reality testing, which is what I help my clients do as well. Like, is this thought real? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or is it, you know, from your soul? Is it something that you have to pay attention to? Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so, yes, that's, that's all part of this work, which makes me so excited. And what about accountability in that maintenance phase? Isn't that probably a pretty important thing? Accountability is huge from the 
stage one all the way through <laughs> stage five and throughout yeah. your life. And so that's what I love about the coaching piece is because I get to see those clients come with some fear and just confusion mm-hmm. and then make that first step to really truly developing and living the life they truly desired with that accountability piece with me. Mm-hmm. And then as they get on their own, they have created these accountability people. So they're accountable to themselves eventually. Exactly. Right? And to yeah. others. Like yeah. I'm accountable to certain people for my book and I'm accountable to certain people for my business. I have accountability people for all kinds of different things in my mm-hmm. life, but mm-hmm. definitely. And once you get that confidence and that courage, then yes, a lot of the accountability is from yourself. So one other area I wanted to ask you a little more about, Megan, those subconscious limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. I work with them a lot. I think they're huge because people aren't conscious that they're having those beliefs and that those beliefs are blocking them. What do you do with that? That is so true. And that was part of my journey that I really focus on like that nudging feeling, mm-hmm. right? Like maybe the butterflies or you just have this feeling like something's not right, either good or bad and mm-hmm. something needs to change. And mm-hmm. that's your unconscious saying, hey, it's time to slow down and really look at what's going on because I knew that I wanted this life unconsciously, right? I knew that I wanted this, but I didn't know how to identify what those thoughts were, what that looked like. Mm-hmm. And so our unconscious can can work for us very, very well. Mm-hmm. And against us very, yes, very well. Us, yes. yeah. <laughs> which, you know, which I believe that most people can't see their own blind spots. Um, you can tune into them and they'll come to you if you're a meditator like Paula and I. They'll they'll come in and you'll realize it. But most people need a coach, need somebody that can look at it and question why they think the way they are, mm-hmm. right? I did this um, event last night at a wellness um, seminar and I was asking these questions, just these 10 questions that I start with each client, this deep dive. And it was so amazing because one of the women that was there had this clarity moment, like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness just by asking one question. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it so exciting is because, yeah, sometimes we just need that coach or someone to really bring us to that space of clarity. Mm -hmm. What was the question? Oh my goodness, I don't remember. Oh, darn. Sorry, I don't remember. Because I was like hoping I have a moment right here I know, I know. And um, so you can go to my website and there's the questions up there as well. Give them the website information once again before we run out of time. Yeah, Yeah, so you can go to my website. I have some freebies up there. Um, I have a top 10 or a top 100 positive affirmations that I developed. Um, There's also um, a free audio download. And you can go to my website, www.missionstrengthsd.com. Well, I want to say this. Anybody that can shift their career, their presence, their power in five months like you've done, you've got some powerful affirmations on that site. I encourage our listeners to go there and listen to those affirmations. Give me that one more time, Megan www.missionstrengthsd.com. That's awesome. Well, thank you, you so are much. A powerhouse, and thank it has you. been our pleasure to thank have you, you so here much. today. Thank you. Okay. Well, we'll uh, talk to you next week. We hope that you'll listen in and tell your friends about uh, Transition Radio. Again, we're on Facebook, Twitter. You can Google us at Transition Radio or 15 on- podcast platforms, or if, if all else fails, ask Alexa. See you soon.